Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Let's do it one more time. Ready? Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. Wow. (laughs) Let me be the first to admit that I don't understand it. I mean, this business of praising God. It never gets stale. It is always fresh. I never find myself trying to replace it with something bigger or better. It is always delightful and exciting, which is why I had to read all of this psalm, because anything less would be just not enough. Let us pick out a few sections. I love the stanza that says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. You know, it's impossible to think of God and not think of his name at the same time. As you praise the Lord, it flows into the realm of celebrating his name. Now, I love my name. It is mine. And I think that I have grown into it. I hope you love your name too. But when it comes to the name of the Lord, you are in a whole other sphere of distinction. God's name speaks loudly of his character, his power, his love for us, his standard of living. Pick any one of his name, Lord, Messiah, Jesus, Jehovah, El Shaddai, Savior, and every one of his names speaks of something special. I particularly love to call him Lord. Because the Lord is the boss. He is the top man. The buck stops with the Lord. That is my God for you. He is Lord of Lords. Check this out. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. Stop and think about that statement. 
This is not a Hollywood production, my friend. This is real. God appoints and assigns the angel of the Lord to surround you, to cover you, to guard you, to deliver you. Think about it seriously. You are so important that God would have a schedule for you in which there is an angel of the Lord with you every moment of every day. If we could see them, imagine how at first we would be in awe, we would be speechless, we would want to touch them, talk to them, ask them to come and sit down with us. But after a while, we would have got so used to them that we ignore them and take them for granted. Oh, my friend, may we never take the presence of the angel of the Lord over our lives for granted. They are God's ministering servants and they take their assignments seriously. The God of this universe assigns an angel of the Lord over you. That means you are important to God. You have better than the President of the United States. The angel of the Lord is the perfect example of the secret service. While we're on the subject, let me put it in context. The Bible records a monumental action on the part of an angel of the Lord. An enemy king was marching towards the country where God's people lived and was threatening to take over their nation and enslave them. The king prayed to God and believed that God would protect them. When one of God's servants came to visit the king with a message from God, part of which said, I will defend this city and save it. Are you ready for this? Second Kings 19 verse 35 says, That night the angel of the Lord went out and put to death a hundred and 85,000 in the Assyrian camp. When the people got up the next morning, there were all the dead bodies. Man, this is dramatic. The king prayed for help. The prophet delivered a message of hope from God. And that night, not two weeks later, but that night, the angel of the Lord, not a battalion of angels, but the angel of the Lord, singular, killed 185,000 of the enemy's army. One angel, one night, destroyed a whole army. What did you say? <laughs> I see you're getting it. Now let us wrap up this thing. Child of God, listen to me. The angel of the Lord has not lost power. The angel of the Lord has not grown old and inefficient. I want you to know that what you read is true. The angel of the Lord is on assignment over your life. So now, one more time, let us bless the Lord.